Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It's time for a Big Blue Kickoff Live. Nobody can ever tell you that you couldn't do it because you're dead. On Giants.com. You know what I saw? New York Giant Prime. And the Giants mobile app. 17-14 is the final. One touchdown, we are world champions. Believe it, and it will happen. Part of the Giants Podcast Network. Let's go out there like a bunch of crazy dogs. Have some fun. Happy Thursday, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Big Blue Kickoff Live right here on Giants.com and the Giants mobile app. Casillas, Schmelk, you on the phones. We'll get to a lot of your calls today. I know people still want to talk about what happened this year and look at the offseason. It's 201-939-4513. It's all brought to you by Pepsi Zero Sugar. New and improved. Zero never tasted so good. We thank them for their sponsorship of Big Blue Kickoff Live. JC, um, we don't really have to talk much about the game on Sunday. We already did most of the week, but I'll give you haven't been on yet, so I'll just give you a chance to give your thumbnail of that. Blowout loss. Let's let's just call it like it is. Well, there's levels to this thing, right? I think uh, it's clear and evident that Eagles are on that top tier level, maybe even by themselves. Maybe we'll San Fran's week, right? in that, right? Maybe San Fran's in that conversation. I'm talking about all around roster talent, not how good your quarterback is, like the Chiefs. All around roster, the depth of your roster, the talent at skill positions. The Eagles are an elite team. Like I like I said, it's almost in a category by themselves. I would put possibly San Fran, especially if San Fran beats them. But they're just another another you know, it's just another level, right? And then today I had a conversation. I was at PT just now, and and and, and there's a guy from the Philadelphia Eagles there. We talked the week prior. You know, I'm all I'm all Giants. I think the Giants had a chance. How big that chance was is debatable, right? <laughs> but I think they had a chance. When you're on the field, you're in the playoffs. You have a chance, right? Of course. But every now and again. David gets crushed by Goliath. Yeah, the the pellet <laughs> David from the doesn't always win. Doesn't always right? hit him in the forehead. Sometimes you miss, and then you, you get squished. You get squished. You and know, and, squished. and that's and that's what happened. This is a, a superior team that the Giants played three times. They got swept by uh, every time and smoked twice. <clears throat> smoked over two hundred and fifty yards allowed twice. The other time was one hundred and fifty rushing yards, and like there's there's just levels, you know. And I think you know Joe Shane. You know, this is, man, I just talked to him just now on the lunch line, and I asked him, I said, seriously, Joe, do you, are you getting, do you have a day off? Like, is there a day off in the near future? He's like, yeah, there's one coming up in February sometime. But, I, I mean, honestly, I, you know, me playing in the NFL, I love to play in the NFL. Like, I loved dedicating myself to the game and spending hours watching film and practicing, strength training and all of that. But we got time off, Schmelk, a good amount of time. 
The reason why I'm not doing coaching right now, I had a lot of coaching opportunities, especially high school, locally in New Jersey. Uh, I just time. I just can't commit it. There's nobody right now, I think, right now, more busy in this area than Joe Shane. I'm talking about not I'm – I'm not talking about the Giants. I'm talking about any profession. <laughs> Joe Shane is going to be the busiest guy probably throughout the whole entire year, man. Like, the, the just job never, never, ever stops, man. You got to stay evaluating. You got to visit. You got to meet. You got to negotiate. Like, there's so many things that he has to do. And look, tip my hat off to him, man. He has a hard job to do, and it never stops, man. It's crazy. Yeah, next week we got the Senior Bowl. We'll be going out to Mobile on <clears> Monday. <throat> Uh, we'll be covering all that. I'll have reports from out there all week long. Uh, the Shrine Bowl's in Vegas. That's before they get to Mobile to Senior Bowl. And then you kind of jump right into combine prep and then, and free agency prep. And then right after the combine, you have free agency. And then you're basically in a six-week sprint until the draft. So, yeah, we're looking at about, you know, two and a half months here. It's actually more like three, three months right now of just, you know, getting the offseason prepped and ready to go. And I guess that's a good place to start here before we, again, we'll, we'll take a lot of your calls at 201-939-4513. What are your top offseason priorities, Jonathan, and how do you want them to go about trying to get those priorities done? I think, number one, everybody knows this, you have to sign Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones proved that he's the guy, and everybody had questions. Fans, staff, probably players. Definitely this this coaching staff that came in. That's why they didn't uh, do the fifth-year extension. 100%. Right? It was a prove-it year for not only him, for Saquon. It was a prove-it year for everybody. Daniel Jones proved that he can be a, a deserving quarterback in the NFL, better yet, better, better yet, the New York Giants franchise quarterback. I think he proved that, right? He won a playoff game on the road this year. Guys, team into the playoffs for the first time since 2016. Won his first playoff. Won the Giants' first playoff game since 2011. It's been a long time, and he has he has Giants fans optimistic, which is which is huge. But more importantly, he actually played well this year. Took down the turnovers. He improved. I feel like game to game. Definitely from last year, he improved. But this year, he got better as the season progressed, which is a huge sign and a huge sign of optimism moving forward for him and his potential because I feel like he could still get better. You know, he's not on a guy that reached his climax and then he's on a decline. No, I feel like there's still the best to come, especially because the Giants don't have a number one receiver and never really did as a good team. Like when when he first got here, Odell was here, right? Was, was Odell still here when he got here? Odell was gone. I believe he was gone. <clears throat> Sterling was here, though. Yeah, Sterling's because he was drafted the same year as Dexter Lawrence, and the pick they used to get they Dexter Lawrence was in the Odell, Odell. track. Okay, good. Yes. So, like I said, he never really had a true number one dominant receiver. I love Sterling. He never was really a true dominant number one, like Odell was in his prime. And I think the number two thing, I love Saquon. I don't think that's the number two deal. I don't think that's the number two uh, uh, issue that the Giants have to do. I think the number two issue is to get that dominant wide receiver. The way the game has changed now, right? You look at the top quarterbacks right now, excuse me, the only four quarterbacks that are around right now, they're all young quarterbacks, right? All of those teams have dominant wide receivers. The The league has shifted. Are you counting Kelsey for Mahomes? A hundred percent. That's why I asked. Yes. The, the league has shifted from an experienced quarterback, game manager, that of course can make all the throws, but that's not gonna make a lot of mistakes with a solid run game and a good defense. The league has shifted. 
So you got to have a number one receiver that can get open in crucial situations, a quarterback that can create and do things outside the pocket and not just stand in the pocket and pick you apart. And then, of course, you got to have a defense. I don't think that changed. I don't think that changed. But a run-stopping defense, no. A pass-affecting, a pass-disruption defense, yes. It's a passing That game is now, where the game has changed into now. The Giants need, need to get a number one receiver. Need to. And there's a whole bunch of other positions that they have to hit on because the Giants, number one quarterback, number two wide receiver, number one dog, whoever that is, but it has to be a number one. And by the way, I will say this real quick before you jump to the next position real fast. There are levels to the number one wide receiver yes. game too, right? So you have your one A's. Those are the Jamar Chases, the Tyree Kills, the, the Devontae Jefferson's. Adams. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're finding one of those guys because I don't think that guy exists in the draft this year. There's none of them in free agency. So unless you're trading for one, right. that's the only way you're getting a 1A guy. But the question or, is... Or 1B, because I know you're probably going to say 1A, 1B, like well, a T Higgins. Like, can, yeah, can you get to that next tier right. of guys? Can you get somebody that's, yeah, to your point, a T Higgins type? Can you get someone that's a Devonta Smith type? Because I don't think he's a 1A. I think he's a 1B. 1B. You know what I mean? Yes. Can you get one of those guys? You know, I'm not even... Is, is CeeDee Lamb a 1A? I, I think so. Yeah, I think okay, so. Okay, fair enough. I'll yeah, put a, I think so. Can you get a Terry McLaurin? Ooh, that, I like Terry McLaurin. That's a 1B to me. Yeah, he's okay, not a 1A, I got you. but he's a 1B. I got you, yep. Can yep. you find a guy like that, whether it's in the draft, via trade, the free agency crop is rough, guys. I'm not going to lie. Yes. Like, Juju Smith-Schuster, Jacoby Myers. Yep. Like, those are the two best guys, and I'm not even sure if those guys are 1Bs to yep. me. I think those are twos. But this is where Joe Shane, he got to get it. Yep. You know, the Giants did what they did during this year. Of course, it, it was a product of some of the things that he did during free agency before the season started, the moves that he made during the season. But this is Joe Shane's time to shine. Just like Daniel Jones when it came to, to playing football, beating certain teams. It was Daniel Jones' time, Saquon Barkley time, Dexter Lawrence. This is Joe Shane's time yeah, to shine. Yeah, you need to find the guy, Jonathan, that you put in a route one-on-one, you're confident your guy is going to separate and win. Not yeah. necessarily for like this you know, huge play down the field, but just a guy that, Get look, open. We're going to isolate you with a two-way goal against the corner. Mm-hmm. You're going to win that. And you're going to win it every time. Right. Not once in a while or not 50-50. I don't like all that 50-50 stuff, right? No. Get open. Get open. And we throw yes. you the ball and catch it. Justin Jefferson did that to us the first game. It was crucial time. The Giants did a good job against him during the game. Then a crucial time in the game, Justin, they was like, Justin Jefferson, win the game for us. And that's what he did. Yeah. That's who we need. Now, maybe not Justin Jefferson. Maybe not even that because he is the cream of the crop. Maybe top two, if not you know, number one in the league. Mm-hmm. We maybe can't get that guy. But we got to get a top ten guy. We got to get a top ten guy. You know, like Tyler Lockett is, is, is the type, right? Like Tyler Lockett's a guy. You get him <sighs> one-on-one. He's a little bit older, but he's going to get open. Yeah, but I wouldn't. For me, Tyler Lockett wouldn't be the guy. No, but he's not. Again, he's the not other the guy at Seattle will be the guy. Yes, but Lockett's the one B type. Yeah, I don't know if you're fine. I don't even have him type. on Terry McLaurin's level though. Oh, see, I think they're close. You think to they're closer? Two. I think they're close. Yes, but I that's the thing close. about you know, like it's all, it's not really a, an objective thing here. Oh no, it's not. Right, it's all mm-hmm. subjective. You know, and and at one point, Kenny Galladay was a number one. You know, he was the top. He was the, one of the top uh, free agents the year that Gettleman signed him and the Giants signed him. How about Chris Godwin? How would you consider him? I think he's like a one B type too. He is a one B. Mike 1B. Evans is like yeah, good. Mike Premier Evans one A is one A. Right, right, right. This year with Tom Brady, he was like no, two some, or three. Something was up and, there, and with he that. was. I mean, he, you know what's so crazy too about them? Like I, I turn on the game. Mike Evans looked like Mike Evans. 
And then Tom Brady looks like, like Tom Brady. But then when it came down to crunch time where you expect Tom Brady to perform and these guys to hook up, they look like they never even met before. No, I know. It's really weird. I don't know what was going on over there. But with that being said, I'm going to come back too. But with that being said, because that other divisions weren't so good, that's the reason why the Giants was in the playoffs this year, guys. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. Because at the end of the day, not too many times, three teams make it out the division. There was two well-deserved teams out the NFC East. Well-deserved. The Cowboys and the Eagles. And look, I'm not saying, look, a win's a win, Schmelk. I'll take whatever I can get. But let's be real. If other divisions improve, the Giants are the odd man out. When we talk about this division. Right. And look, here, and I, I gave this stat on uh, cover for Fact of Fiction or Cover 3, whatever it was. It's going to be on the website eventually. There were 16 teams, count them this year, folks, 16, for you math majors out there, half of the league finished with between seven wins and nine wins. Right. That's one play. Half, one play, two plays, three plays. Boom. Yeah. And every year, Jonathan, you know this, mm-hmm. around half the teams that make the playoffs change yes. from year to year. I think Lance was talking about it uh, on Monday. He said seven the last two years. Yep. So that's a fifty percent. That's fifty percent. Same deal. So you got half half the league within two wins of each other. So half the leagues with the playoff change. This so doesn't mean anything what the Giants did this year. You're you're a two point conversion against Tennessee and a missed field goal against Tennessee away, and a Baltimore Ravens illegal formation penalty away mm-hmm. on that third and one quarterback yep. sneak, or just that, or just losing to Washington in December, yep. right? A, a, a Kayvon Thibodeau strip sack for a touchdown. Those are three games. And, you know, obviously there are other games that went the other way, like the game against the Vikings where they kicked the 61-yarder. So some of it does even out, no question about it. But the point being is that you could be a better team next year. Right. And win seven games. Right, right, right. Right. Or or win ten games but not get in the playoffs because like it – that happens too, you know. So this is is nothing guaranteed, guys. Like this is – this is not science. You here. always have to get better. You know, you do have better. to improve, though. Mm-hmm. You know, so with that being said, I got number one. You got to do Daniel Jones. Number two, you got to get that dominant wide receiver. I'm with you. Those are my one twos as and well. And then number three, there's really no specific position. Number three, you have to get really good players in the building, and that's at linebacker, that's at corner, that's at defensive yeah, line, I mean, that's at offensive line, that's at tight end. It's at almost every position. You need to find the middle linebacker. Yes. Yes. I agree. I mean, that run defense. Whenever they faced a good running team, Jonathan, that thing was a problem. But but I don't Everybody. I don't put that on a higher priority than having a solid left guard or right guard or or a solid right tackle, which we think we have in Evan Neal. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. But like, what about a number one corner? Adore Jackson's good. I would, what about another corner? Corner is more important. You see what I'm saying? Like, I don't really have a specific position that goes top priority number one. You need to sign this guy. See, here's I the think thing. you need good. Freaking players that no, buy in to the culture with you. that Joe Shane and Dayball established. Because I think that's what they did here. They established culture here, which hasn't been here since Coughlin. Coughlin left in 15, mm-hmm. not 16 when they were good, when we were good. Not 16, he left in 15. Yeah, but you know what? 16 was almost like the leftover it was culture a, yeah, from it was, Coughlin. Yeah, it was a little residue leftover, residual. Right. And, from, then, from, poof. and then it fell, fell apart. Yeah, fell apart for for. Six years. Now, am I crazy? And I know a lot of Giant fans will probably disagree with me on this. I thought the interior offensive line showed improvement the last month of the year. I agree. I agree. But the thing is, you don't need you don't you don't have five linemen. You need seven. No, hundred percent. And look, you know what and, I mean? and, and and by the way, Feliciano, your starting center, and Nick Gates, who is basically a starting guard for you, are both free agents. So you got to figure that out too, right? 
those back are they are they back or one back or both back? Is Bredesen are you happy with him as your starting left guard? You know, he did a pretty decent job when he was in there and he was healthy. So those are questions. So I do think you need to beef up that position. I mentioned inside linebacker. I just think the run defense, you have to figure that out. There yeah. was too many games where it was a problem. I'm with you on at least one more cornerback, maybe two more cornerbacks. Yeah. And frankly, I think Jonathan, you need depth behind Leo and Dexter. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Every time one of those guys were out of the game, it was a it's problem. A huge drop off. Huge. Because Dexter and Leo, you can match up against basically any interior lineman, and even the outside pass rushers, mm-hmm. you can match those young guys up to a lot of you know defensive outside pass rushers, linebackers, stand up yeah. guys, whatever you want to call them. You can you can match them up too. But this is the thing. Let's look at the Philadelphia Eagles, right? And th- this is the reason why, like, I'm not mad. I, I think the Eagles are showing us what an elite football team really looks like. I think it's almost a blessing in disguise. I, I know people are going to think I'm crazy for saying that, but look, they showed us it could not have been more clear as day how much work there still is to do. Yes, 100%. You got to get better. You have to get deeper. You got to get better players and you got to get deeper. You got to get better players all over. Your 46 man can't be w- with four or five good players or great players. And you then need like, and like 20 guys something good players guys, right. and 10 elite players. The Eagles have them. Mm-hmm. The 49ers have elite players even, at every skill position. And even Dallas is close to that, too. Not even every skill position. Every position. Yeah. I said skill. My fault, offensive linemen and defensive linemen. <laughs> like they don't have Trent Williams and Bosa. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, uh-huh. they have elite players. And Dallas isn't far behind those two teams either, Dallas by the is way. not far behind them. They were one or two plays away from beating San Francisco. Something with Dak. I don't know if he's allergic to, like, winning big games or something like that. I don't really know. I hope that's okay for next year when the Giants get in and they see them in the division <laughs> round. That'll come to our favor. <laughs> yeah, no, look, I'm with you 100%. And, look, now you have to try to get there. And it's not so, easy. It's a long way to go. It's hard. I yeah. heard somebody say the Giants are two or three positions away. I don't think that's true. No, and I and I said this. Away. I said this on the show on Tuesday when I was on with Howard. This is not, and Bob made this point too. He was on his serious show, and fans were talking about how this is like 1985, right? Where you know you make a lot of progress and you're one or two spots away from like being a contender. I still think, despite the record this year showing such an improvement, I still think. This is a multi-year talent acquisition project to get this team to the talent level it needs to be to compete with the Phillies, the San Francisco's, the Bengals. But the, the thing Chiefs. is, you don't have to say anybody else but our division. That's the Giants, fine. the Absolutely. Giants went one, six, five, and, and one right. in the division. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. And Joe Shane said it in his press conference. That's a huge yeah. problem. That's a huge problem. And that's the thing about the division. You got to get out the division. Yeah. The teams that were in the division with the Patriots, they're not looking at who else? Indianapolis. They're not looking at uh, Pittsburgh. They're looking at the dang Patriots. I mean, they were. You got to get out your division first. I mean, if you're, you can't go zero and four against Dallas and Philly. You can't. If you do, if you go zero and four against those two teams next year, you're probably not making the playoffs. I mean, All right? like I said this year, think about the, what I just said about the division yeah. record. Teams, you would think, oh no, they're at the bottom of the league. Because they can't get out their division. They can't win and have success in their division. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes there's a little luck. Sometimes a little circumstance that happens. All of that combines gets you to win Super Bowls. All of that combines gets you to win Super Bowls. And I'll throw this out there too, Jonathan. The Giants had the benefit of playing the AFC South this year. Right, right. I mean, that's a, mm-hmm. that, that, that's a bad division. Yes. It's probably the worst division of football. Yes. And next year they play the AFC East. That's a lot tougher. Yeah, it is. Those are four tougher teams. Yep, but two is health, you know, yeah. being all the way there. The, the Miami could be – you got to think. And switch, switch, just switching real quick to talk about yeah, two. Yeah, please, go ahead. 
man, the kid was playing so well in the beginning of the season. Without him going down, he was in the MVP conversation. And by the way, if the Jets get a quarterback, they have a good roster. But you saw what they did. They signed it there. You hack it. They're hinting something. They wanted to get that guy from Green Bay down there. <laughs> oh, so we're going to play that game all offseason again? I mean, what, uh, I know, what else no, are we going to uh, talk I, about, Snook? We don't got, they're not playing nobody this weekend. Oh, you're right. I know. I know. You're right. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring, and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up, like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect, flowy spring dress for Mother's Day, as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all. Even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. All right, 201-939-4513. That's our takeaways. Let's hear yours. Big Blue Kickoff Live is brought to you by Pepsi Zero Sugar. Excuse me, new and improved. Zero never tasted so good. And go subscribe to the John Tuttle Podcast, folks. We have some good player interviews on there this week. Uh, Offensive and defensive player episodes wrapping up the season with Madeline Burke in the locker room, and we'll continue uh, with coverage the rest of the offseason, draft, free agency, Giants, all sorts of good stuff on the John Tuttle Podcast. Make sure you stay tuned. All right, let's get to the phones at 201-939-4513. Tim and Charleston will lead us off. Hey, Tim, you'll talk about the schedule. We don't have the schedule for next year yet. Well, we know the opponents. And, we do and have you, already touched, you already touched on it a little bit, but the three, the, I got three things, really. Yep. First thing is, uh, John, I need, uh, I need a little helpful advice from you. Um, during the season, I consumed probably 12 to 13 hours of Big Blue Kickoff Live, Giants Huddle, interviews and everything else on and you're the, still alive the, tim congratulations <laughs> yeah and you and, made it but now but now in the off season it's going to be down to like eight hours and i wonder if you have any suggestions of what to do with the other four to four and a half hours a week. all right well i, I got uh, a few for you all right so <laughs> you, you you are still going to have big blue kickoff live for five hours all right you're going to have yeah. huddle two episodes a week instead of three so you'll still get a decent amount right. of huddle Make sure you get it. You know, you subscribe draft to season. draft season. Make sure you get in there. Of course. And I think those are good things. And if you're looking for like around the league stuff, I will just recommend the Move the Sticks podcast is one of my favorites. That's Daniel okay. Jeremiah and and Bucky Brooks for for NFL.com. I think they do a really nice job. Um, and and then I happen to like some of the uh, Pro Football Focus podcasts that are out there on the draft in the NFL. I think those are informative. Um, Matt McAfee so, show. I love him. He's on every day. He's funny, too. Like 11 to 3. He's on for a few hours live every day. How many energy he's drinks good. does that guy put down a he's, day? He's good, man. He's five days, <laughs> five days a week, three hours a day, and he's good. And he talks about all sports. So if you're interested in all sports, he'll kind of catch you up on everything. Oh, will he? Yeah, all he right. will. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right. So uh, you, you stole my thunder a little bit, John, but what I want, did want to say is great season. I'm not going to look back at all. Looking forward – this past year, we went 5-0 and against the AFC because we played the AFC South, as you mentioned. So next year, we have the AFCs and the Raiders. Okay, not going 5-0 and there, right? So, and, we, and we also, um, next year, we got the NFC West. Okay, 
tough road to hoe there. Yeah, though, I, I think NFC North, NFC West, I think those are probably not that big of a deal. You know, Arizona's going to be bad next year, depending on when yeah. you get him, if Kyler Murray's going to be playing or not. Arizona could be bad. Uh, Seattle's pretty good, obviously. Um, and we got the pack, and we got the Packers again, right? And the Saints. I know. So, and, 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 and by the and, way, if, I will if, be if, at if, the New Orleans game. If, by the way, if but the Saints anyway, get a quarterback, um, they could be really good next year. For all we know, yeah. you never know. And and that's always been a tough place for us. So the point I'm making is, as you said, the Giants went one four and one in the NFC East. I honestly, I just want to kind of disabuse other Giants fans of the notion that this team's improvement is going to be linear. Because next one, year, it's a real uphill climb to go to win nine games again. To win nine, to go nine and eight next year is an uphill climb unless we significantly improve in the NFCs. We need to steal one from Philly, beat Dallas once, and sweep Washington. If we go four and two, then I think we got a legitimate shot. But if we go three and three... Eh, it's maybe 50-50 at best. And so, like you said, two and four ain't going to cut it. Two other things I just want to get to real quick without taking too much time. No, 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 One Tim, Tim, more... Tim, look, it's the off season. Yeah. We have some more time now to have longer conversations. So go ahead. Yes, sir. We're fine. Okay, super. Yes, relax. All right. So one thing is a, <laughs> all right, all right. One thing is a little more uh, a personal shout-out. Roy gave me a shout-out the other day. So right back at you, Roy. And I just wanted to tell him again, I gave Pearson my email address today. Roy, next time you call in, get it from Pearson. Send me an email. Let's get together for a beer and talk Tim, ha- have you thought so. that maybe he's trying to avoid you? Have you considered no. that as a why would he sh- Why would he shout out to me? I <laughs> mean, he sent me, fl- he sent me flowers the other day anonymously. They were, they were virtual flowers, but, you know, virtual anyway. Flowers. so. so <laughs> So, or maybe it was a middle finger with a bow on it. I don't know. But anyway, so the last thing, the other thing I want to talk on is, you know, uh, I don't know if you heard the term podcast, the, the podcast, the, the, uh, the podfather that was given to Paul yesterday. I did. But anyway, his, his godfather. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a little, the pod, yeah. The, the, yeah the, so the podfather said, I don't want to hear anyone bring up the possibility that Daniel Jones and – Saquon Barkley will definitely be back with the Giants. So I wouldn't bring it up with them. But here's the thing. Signing Jones, to me, is it's got to be fait accompli. But I agree with you guys. Number two, you got wide receiver. You got middle linebacker you need. Uh, I think the draft is the place to find cornerbacks in some of those other positions. We need to get another edge rusher so that um, uh, Kayvon and, and Aziz can get a, get a breather. Yeah, that's and fair. likewise, the defensive interior guy, like you said, can't rely on those guys to be healthy and play 80, 90% of snaps every week. You got to rotate these guys, to keep them fresh. So the thing is this the Giants, assuming Galladay's cut and the money we saved there, he got about 60 million, right? Now, there, there's a lot of permutations. They can push other money out and they can create a lot more space. But that, without knowing what's going to happen with that, you got to save 10 plus million for your draft class and contingencies. So that means if you get Jones, even if you get his cap number first year by bonusing it and spreading it out over the contract, you get it down to 20 to 25 the first year, you know, maybe 20, 22 even. you still got under $40 million left now. Right? Much right? less than yeah. that, yeah, for sure. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, and then Saquon, you know, you want to come back, Saquon, you want to be a Giant for life, that's great. As a Giant fan, I love him. I love Saquon. I have his jersey. I'd love to see him come back to the team. But if you want to be a Giant for life – you got to build in a hometown discount, and I expect more than three years. If you if you don't, you know, sorry, we can we competent running backs can Cold. win in this league. 
competent. I love him, but you know, you face reality. I want, I want a good team. I want a team that's better everywhere. Because you think about it, do we get better marginally by keeping Saquon? No. Maybe we get a little bit. We get somewhat worse if we don't keep him. But there are so many other positions where we need to show significant improvement in order to stay at the level we're at now in terms of our position in in, in the NFC. So. You know, the, it, it's it's going to be who now. Maybe they find a way to push money because supposedly next year there's a lot of cap. I haven't looked that far out, but um, you know, meaning 2024. Yep. So yeah, maybe they can figure out a way to make it work. But if some other team comes along and offers them four or five years, I mean, I understand you got to take care of yourself. How does he say no to that? If the Giants only offer three, and I think offering more than three is foolish. I think uh, with a running back on a second contract. So thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate, Appreciate it. Well, thanks, Tim. You were going to talk about Saquon before, and we never got to it, so why don't you go ahead? Man, <clears throat> I love Saquon, man. Me too. I, I think he's he's amazing. One of the first times I've ever came across him, we were doing this Play 60 event in Fort Lee, and there was other guys there. I'm not going to mention none of the names, but they kind of was like out. You know, like, yeah, we're done. They were there, but not really yeah. there. And then, like, I'm doing an interview. You know, they're interviewing me. The camera's not facing Saquon. It's facing me. And I'm sitting there talking, and as the interview's going on, Saquon's like playing catch with the kids, like just hanging out with them. This is what I do, Schmelke. I'm always in the community. I'm always doing stuff in Jersey. I'm from here. A lot of people that play in for the Giants, they're not from here. I'm from here. I'm always in the community. I'm always doing stuff all the time. A lot of guys just go and show up just because the Giants asked them. Like, I don't get paid for most of the stuff that I do in the community. I go for free. I travel. I pay my own way there. Don't worry about getting paid because that's I feel like that's my contribution to the world, right? A lot of guys are not like that. You know, Saquon. He is like that. Number one pick. And this was after his rookie year. He had a tremendous rookie year. Man, he was all about the kids. He was all about hanging out. So, like, I got a special place. Not only I love him on the field, like, I got a special place in my heart for him because I think he's a tremendous man. He's a, a great human being. You know, so this pains for me to say this, but you got to do business here. You know, and I'm talking about for the betterment of the Giants, not for Saquon. If I was Saquon's agent, my tone would be totally different right now, right? But I feel like you got to do what you got to do when in terms of getting that number down as low as possible. If, if it's that franchise tag – for, for Saquon to keep him for this year and keep him at whatever, $13 million or whatever 11, the number, like that, the number yeah. is, $12 mm-hmm. million, you know, whatever it is. And if if that's a, a good for Shane and, and the Giants, then do that because I think we want Saquon here. I think the Giants are better at that position and you're not going to find another running back like him. But this is the thing how the league is. The running league, back's 10.1, by the way, on the franchise tag. Okay, which is, I feel like... Very low for Saquon mm-hmm. because uh, McCaffrey's getting 16, if I'm not mistaken. By the way, lowest of any position now. Running back That's, is oh, lowest on the so list. so bad. And what, linebacker's like second? Yeah. <laughs> linebacker, no, you know so what? It's cool. not. Oh, it's 20? Because linebackers include those. The outside line, linebackers. Yeah, the edge rushers. But they don't do middle. I was an yeah. outside, <laughs> off the ball, middle, outside linebacker. That number was probably eight, maybe seven when I was playing. <laughs> it wasn't high at all. Um, but... This is the thing, the way the league is now, you really don't need a bell cow running back who you give 350 touches through for the year. A lot of teams do running back by committee, and they still have a lot of success. And I don't want Saquon to go anywhere, but the Giants have to get so much better throughout the entire roster. You can't spend – 
And this is very rare that you have both a quarterback and a run a star quarterback and a star running back up at the same exact time, and you got to pay them at the same exact time. That's not an ideal situation for the Giants and Joe Shane. There has to be probably the odd man out, and my guess would be if it's anybody, it would be Saquon if he doesn't settle. Saquon will have to settle. Or if the Giants do a long-term deal with Jones and they franchise Barkley. And they franchise, which is, I, feel, I think, still settling, even though he has nothing, no control over that. Right. You know, but I feel like it's still settling because, of course, if he hits the market, there's going to be somebody out there that pays him $15 million a year. Do you think? I think so, yeah. It's a pretty, the, it's a pretty deep free agency class at running back. Well, it has to be a team, I feel like, that, and in the draft, that, that feels matter. like they need, like Buffalo. If Buffalo, if Buffalo, if Buffalo was like, like you know, what do we need to do to get over that that edge? Because I feel like Buffalo is pretty solid. Wide receiver, offensive line is oh, yeah, pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Of course, that quarterback, a tight end. I think Knox is pretty good. But like running back, they throw in a running back there in their eyes. That's probably what they need to get over the hump, and they'd be willing to play a Saquon Barkley to do it. You know what I mean? I, I I can't really think of any other teams. That was just the first thing that popped up into my head. But like, there, I think the market out there is is a lot higher than the Giants are probably going to pay Saquon. But that's business, bro. That that's how business is, and it sucks. You know what I mean? Because I'm on this side of it now. I was always fighting for players to get money, yeah. but like, I'm fighting for the Giants to get better. <laughs> <laughs> like, See now you get it. Yeah, I get it, now man. It. I, I get it. You know, and <laughs> when you're a player, you don't fight for the team to get better. No, you gotta you, fight for you. You fight for yourself, and then you playing on a team will help them get better. No one else is gonna fight for you but you. Yeah, that's no, it. No, no that's choice. it. And of yes, course. once you are secure yourself, then you're like, hey, Odell, you you want to come down to New York like like Saquon did, but you gotta secure yourself first. Mm-hmm. Got to put your seatbelt on first. Hey, look, and if it doesn't work out from a business perspective, and he gets this monster deal somewhere else, don't be mad at Saquon for that either. Hundred percent. Please, guys, don't no, be mad I mean, at Saquon if he the leaves way it goes. to get it back. But again, I think he he wants to be here. Yes, I think the Giants want him to be here. The it's question business is, now. It's business. Can you figure it's out the business. dollar and cents? It's business now, and we'll see. And that's where and that's where it comes at. And I don't want people to get hurt over this stuff. The, the, if the Giants have to. I don't know, get rid of them. I don't know how. I don't know. You're better at this the numbers than I am and the free agency stuff. I'm starting to really start to dive into it now, Schmelke, mm-hmm. and I'm starting to understand it a little bit better now. And we are, by the way, going to have Jonathan at points during the offseason. So yes, I'll be around. Be I'll around. be learning. I'm, yes. I'm learning, you know, because, hey, guys, I was an undrafted free agent. I wasn't a first-round draft pick. <laughs> I have no idea what goes up there to high. I don't know. I don't know what the first-rounders are doing, okay? I'm just learning now, now that I'm on this side of it, because it was no concern to me for nine years of my career you know now it is because now i need to understand what is going on and my thing is i think the franchise tag probably will get used on saquon i don't know if he's going to be happy about that but if the giants get better and the giants do better and they actually win the divisional game because i don't think saying that the giants go and make the playoffs next year and and, and maybe losing the first round to a, a really good opponent i don't think you call that a worse year smoky do you call that the worst year no you know, like I think consistency is key here because if you stay consistent, you can keep everybody intact, meaning like the staff. Because you got to think the past six years, the coaches averages less than two years because uh, uh, um, McAdoo got fired in one a year and a half. So the average is like 1.8. It's less than two years for Giants head coaches. So if the Giants can keep this tradition, this culture, this coaching staff around for two, three, four years, then I think this is where you catch up to the Eagles because the Eagles can't mm-hmm. stay good for that long. They won't be able to do it. 
You know, I think right now the Eagles are the cream of the crop. I think San Fran's up there as well. I think Dallas is kind of floating in that ballpark. But even Dallas, I think, is a step behind the Eagles in terms of all-around talent yeah, I'm, I and agree ability to win football games, right? So everybody's right now chasing the Eagles. Everybody's chasing the Eagles. Somehow the Rams figured out how to do it years ago. The Bucks did it years ago. But like I said, the trend is now young quarterback. Really good wide receiver, explosive, young, dynamic wide receiver, really good run game, and you got to be able to not only affect the passer, but like really, like destroy old linemen and destroy the passing game, which the Eagles can do, the Cowboys can do it, the Niners can do it. I feel like those are kind of like the cream of the crop when it comes to the NFC. 201-939-4513. Cliff in New York. Cliff, sorry for keeping you waiting, man. What's going on? All right, guys. Thanks so much. Uh, I really appreciate the intensity on where we are with the roster because I'm with you 100%. Um, I'm, I'm bracing myself for wholesale changes. I mean, I grow attached to my guys, and uh, I'm bracing myself. And, and I'm glad you included uh, Saquon in the conversation because, uh, listen, the, the, these guys that came from Buffalo, the, the only problem they had to get more competitive in their division was to worry about the Patriots. That's all, you know. So I'm, I'm confident that, that that they really have a, a a knowledge about how to go about this, and and uh, we really do need a lot of guys. And um, so um, I'm 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 uh, the, the the need to be more competitive in the division was so compelling to all of us that you may not have noticed we have exaggerated how many games we lost in the division. It started yes, with it is, Joe Shane. Yes, it, it is 1-4-1. I, I said 1-6. And, <laughs> and then I said but 5. That, and I knew it, too, earlier. I was saying it to myself earlier. Uh, I made a point. No, nah, my bad, Cliff. You're, you're right, 1-4-1. No, no, emphasis on the losses. Everybody, everybody did it. Everybody did it. That tells us that everybody knows got us, how bad the got division us. situation is, you know. Everybody knows how many games there are. Anyway. So, so um, what I was thinking of um, when, when Pearson asked me what I wanted to talk about, I was very helped by uh, what you guys told us about Kayvon when he finally got on the field this year with his knee brace. And I thought, gee, I never thought of that, you know. And, and so we weren't going to see 100% of Kayvon, and then the knee brace comes off, and the knee brace was really only there because to protect the knee, it, it didn't mean that the knee was healed. So I'm thinking about him and Evan uh, at the same time. Um, when Evan was playing hurt at the end of the season, was that the same knee that caused him to miss games oh, altogether? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was. Okay. It, it was the remnants from the MCL injury, which was the same injury that Thibodeau had, by the way. They both had MCLs. Okay, so we're not doctors, and medical information is confidential. What do we know about those two guys and their health right now? I mean, they, they, as far as I understand, neither guy will need surgery in the offseason. Yeah. I think they should be fine. MC, MCLs usually don't require surgery. It's just you have to have time off. So if you if you hurt your MCL during the season, and I think I said this, you really don't recover during the season. Like you can get to a you certain point. That. You can get to a certain point, but you really can't get back to 100% because you have to get time off, you have to let it heal, and you have to do an absurdly uh, – like a, 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 a lot of freaking strength training, right? <laughs> like I'm doing my Achilles uh, uh, right now. I had my Achilles repaired, so I tore my Achilles back in June. I go three days a week, Smelky. I do the same exact exercises almost every week. I mean, of course, I'm doing more and more and more and more sure. and more. But you can't do that during the season. 
You can't rehab a, a ligament or a joint or a tendon and muscle groups around it during a season. There's not enough time. Your body's too stressed out. You have to practice. You can't do it. Now they can. So if, if anything's going on with any guys, if they don't have to get surgery, most of the time they will be able to bounce back to at least 98% because sometimes these injuries just take a little bit off you and you never can get that okay. percentage back. Well, that's good news mm-hmm. because I'm worried about the middle linebackers. You know, uh, when, when Gettleman drafted Saquon and, and B.J. Hill, who's headed to his second championship game now. Um, team, uh, sport. Cincy, right? team sport. Team yeah. sport. What's that? I said team sport. It's not like B.J. Hill's like Joe Burrow now. (laughs) (laughs) Joe Burrow? I mean, uh, B.J. Hill in the bank. (laughs) I'm glad you mentioned Burrow because he came back very well from a knee injury, and that's what I'm getting at. Uh, With the middle linebackers, in that 2018 draft, we had a middle linebacker that everybody was raving about. Was his name Connolly? Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, that was a little overboard, which I got yelled at by Giant fans for trying to downplay him that offseason, and fans killed me for it, and then he wasn't on the roster anymore. <laughs> well, but I mean, he didn't come back from his injury, right? Nah, he's still on the Vikings, believe it or not. He's just a special teams guy. Oh, he did. Ain't wrong with that, Schmelk. Ain't nothing wrong with this best no, team. No, 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 no. But you would, you, I had fans calling up like, oh, he's the next star middle linebacker for the next 10 years. Uh. And I'm like, Relax. Slow down, guys. Calm down. No, you weren't the only one. Uh, you weren't the only one that was high on him. Everybody was. I thought. Oh, oh no! Every, thought yeah, every, every, everybody was very, very high on him. That's correct. But so, does that mean that middle linebackers don't come back as easy? Because Blake didn't. I mean, all injuries are different, <sighs> man. Yeah, and we're talking about ACLs. Is that's different than an MCL? He's on. He was on the practice oh. squad like, for Minnesota. Uh, on some real stuff. There hasn't been too many people. That 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 recovered and got a hundred percent back to where they were before. I think I can name Adrian Peterson that did that one year, but he's kind of a mutant. I think Saquon, he almost did it, but Saquon's not the same guy he was his rookie year. I'm sorry, he's not. And well, it also oh. took two years. Remember? Yeah, I mean, like he's yeah. good and he's explosive, but you can't tell me Saquon is as explosive as he was in 2019. Probably not quite. Probably not quite. He he was breaking like 60, 70 yarders. Running away from everyone. Now he gets caught. Just like Odell. Odell, when he was playing in 2016, when I was here and he was balling out, he was catching slants and going and running through angles. Right. And by the way. Oh, my God. I'd never seen anything like that. And it. what slowed him down wasn't even an ACL. That was the broken ankle that got him. Right. He was never the yeah. same after he came back but, from that broken ankle. But that's what ankle. I'm saying. Most guys, and it depends on the injury and thank you, specifically. Cliff. It depends on the injury, but I'm talking about when they got to go in and cut you open. Mm-hmm. When they got to go in and cut you open and replace something, put a screw in there, do something, attach a tendon, whatever that is. There, this is a fact. This is an objective statement. You're not the same person. Something is in there that's not supposed to be in there. Something is out of there that's supposed to be in there. Something <laughs> happens and you're not the same person. So hopefully you can be some type of you know resemblance of what you were before surgery. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Hey, Giant fans, take your fans to the next level with a season ticket membership. Stay connected to the club all year round, not just on game days. Memberships are now available for the 2023 season. To learn more about all the exclusive member benefits, visit Giants.com slash tickets. Limited inventory is available. And just real quick before we get to the next call, uh, JC, you mentioned the two rookies, Neil and Thibodeau. Uh, Those guys improving and becoming better players would obviously go a long way towards the Giants creeping closer to Philadelphia because if those guys can be elite players, then that changes stuff. 
Um, I would like to see Thibodeau come back with a wider range of pass rush moves. I feel like he kind of just tried to win outside a lot of the time. Yeah. I want to see him use his length a little bit more. I want to see some inside counters a little, a little bit more. Yeah, mm -hmm. some power He's too, right? I want to see that. And then from Neil, look, it takes a while for offensive linemen. Rarely do you have the Tristan Wirfs. The Joe Thomas where, where they just come in year one and they're really good. It's usually a struggle. It's usually a progression. And look, he's going to be able to focus on right tackle. He was at left at Alabama, remember, and then he went back to right where he had played previously in college. He's going to have a whole offseason to train at right tackle where he knows he's going to be. And I think the hope is that he can continue to improve next year. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. Look, uh, Andrew Thomas, and I think we could use him as an example because he's here, and he basically was not good his uh, first year or two. Now he's one of the, if not the best left tackle, respect to Trent Williams, in the NFL, mm -hmm. right? We've seen that improvement. Remember, he's still in the room, guys. So Evan Neal can see that as an example, you know, and they said what high water rise, rises all boats. I don't be knowing all the sayings. I just kind of know what they mean. You know high I mean? tide lifts all boats. There I you go. See? Yeah. There you go. But, but <laughs> what, what I'm saying is that, that he has an example in his room of what to do and how to improve. You know, what does it take? And I don't think he was healthy this year. And if you're not healthy at that right tackle position, left tackle position, and I've said this before, the defensive ends and the pass rushers in the NFL are the most explosive, dynamic athletes in the world. Mm -hmm. In the world. They're 270 and they move like guys that are 210. They're so impressive. Like, mm -hmm. do you see, what's the kid name from uh, Cleveland? Do you see what he looks oh, like? Oh, Miles Garrett. Yeah, he's ridiculous. And he can do windmill dunks. He probably runs a 4'5", four, 4'6". Four, he's 275 pounds. Like, but like that, you got to block him going backwards. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So you got to be fully healthy at that position to be effective in what, and I talked about this earlier, the league has evolved into a passing league, and you got really disruptive pass rushers, and you got to defend against them guys. So on offense, you have to defend them. You have to defend your quarterback against these guys that are trying to rip your quarterback's head off. You got to be fully healthy. You got to be able to change direction, and that goes a lot with that knee joint and that MCL. So if he's not healthy, that's what you saw, I think, this year. I'm going to throw most of it on the injury because I'm expecting him to have a big comeback. And I thought year. he was a – look, he wasn't great, but I thought he was a little bit better in the two playoff games. Because he, I think he got a little healthier. Yeah, I thought he was a little bit better. Yeah, I agree. 201, the Giants didn't really have the ball much in the Eagles game, but I thought when they, when they did throw <laughs> the, the ball, I thought he ball. was a little bit better. Uh, let's go to Corey in Arizona. He's up next. Hi, Corey. Hey, how are you guys doing? What's up? So uh, I just had a question slash uh, or what I want your guys' thoughts on and comment on the off season and then sure. comment on the season. And uh, so obviously Daniel Jones resigning him is the number one priority. He's our franchise quarterback. And then, but after that, like I love Saquon, but I really do want us to prioritize giving extensions to Xavier McKinney, Andrew Thomas, and. Uh, Dexter Lawrence. Yeah, remember though, Corey, that that's not going to interfere with this year, right? Because those yeah. are extensions. You got to deal with the guys. So that those are guys' up contract numbers for this year are going to stay the same. Though that'll kick in down the road usually. So I, you don't necessarily, if you do extend those guys, it's not going to come at the detriment of a guy like Barkley. You know what I mean? Okay, that's good. Yes, uh, and we should resign Saquon too. And I I do. Uh, even though we're picking 25th, which is the one disadvantage 
But I mean, not really, because I, I trust Joe Shane. He's gonna he, he put in a really good draft class. I think last year. I think there's a lot of upside talent, like guys like Dane Belton and Daniel Bellinger, who are late round picks. I think have upside to be real studs. And uh, I'm excited to see even the Keithin and Beavers come back from injury. See what they can do. Yep. Uh, all right, all right, Corey. Then, you got anything else for us? Are you eating, man? What, what are you? What are you doing? I was just pacing around. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing <laughs> like the Tino on, on and any day right, like thinking about Thanks the Giants. Thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring, and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up, like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect, flowy spring dress for Mother's Day, as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all, even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JC Penny, make everybody count. He was like, like well, stop it and I mean, start. And I, I got the list up on. here for unrestricted free agents. I'm gonna go. Can I go down the list and see like who you think, or maybe we could just quickly discuss it. We know why Saquon. This is giant unrestricted this is free giants agents. unrestricted free agents All for right, the team. Lay down me. What do you got? I got Saquon. I think we we both I and mean, we kind of talked about that ad nauseum. We yeah. want him back, mm-hmm. but that's all business when it comes down to 100%. it. Hundred percent. Breeder. Backup running back, why not? Why not? Landon Collins. Do you think we need to sign a Landon Collins back? Depends on the cost. Right. I think so, too. Because I would love Landon to be here at that little hybrid type position. Safety slash linebacker. I think he did good this year. Um, Gerard Davis. I feel like they liked what he brought at the end of the year. So if they can bring him back on a team-friendly deal where you can see what you got, that would not surprise me. He's a two-down linebacker. I don't see him really being that good in the coverage. coverage. 100% agree. Um, But he he played very well. I guess that was Minnesota um, against the run. He played really well against the run. And he was good in that final game against the Eagles, too, in the regular season. Backup D-tackle Justin Ellis. Probably not. He's a little older, so. Yeah. Uh, John Feliciano. I think there's a shot at that, depending on what they think of the... He not, was center most of the year? He was center all year. All year, all year. And right. there really isn't... It's not a great center draft. Yeah. So that might be a bring him back again for another one year and see what happens. Okay, Nick Gates, who we all love. Same deal. I want Nick back. Yeah. He's still valuable. Center, guard, he can play both. I yeah. like that. The punter, Jamie Gillen. We'll see. I don't know what they think about Jamie Gillen. I love Jamie. He's a great dude. I hope he's back, but I don't know what they think of him. Ah. Uh. I, for me, watching, I feel like he couldn't really put that thing. You all got uh, with more touch. Yeah, no, I'm with you. you know, I, I, and I don't think the Gunners helped. I'm talking about on punt coverage, guys. I know you probably like with Gunners. Who's that? <laughs> it, when you kick the ball, you punt the ball. You, you want to be able to gain field position from where you punt that ball at. And a lot of times, the Giants, I feel like, just didn't do a good job in downing balls inside the twenty and inside the ten. I don't think they did a good job. Actually, I think they were horrible at it. I think that has to do a lot with the punter. I'm not okay. saying he's terrible, but that's just how I feel. Wide receiver Richie James. 
I like Richie. I, I would love to have him back, especially as a hedge because we don't know when Wendell Robinson's going to be back. Yeah. In the slot. I, love I like that. Richie I'd James. Love that too. Richie back. But of course, for the right price, right? For well, the right price. I think all these guys are the right price, right? That's how it yeah, goes. Right, right, right. Tony Jefferson. Put him in the same boat as Landon. As Landon. Collins. Yep. Would you take Landon over him if the if money was the same? It seems like the coaches had Jefferson a little bit above Landon. Is that their... because he was here a little bit longer? I don't you know. Think? Maybe. It's a good question. But yeah. I think Landon's also younger than Tony Jefferson. So does that play into it at all? Marcus Johnson. Okay. I know I've watched him play, but I didn't really see him play. If that makes any sense. No, <laughs> yeah. He wasn't very noisy. <laughs> right, right. Like, I watched him. I've seen him line up. I don't know if he caught passes this year. <laughs> like, I mm-hmm. don't know if he's good at running routes. And I watch a lot of Giants. Of course, Mel, we watch a lot mm-hmm. of Giants. I just, I've seen him, but I, I don't know. Okay. I, I have no idea how he plays. Yep. Uh, of course, Daniel Jones, Casey Crater, which is the long snapper. Crater, I love Crater. Casey, yep. I think we, you need a long snapper. Mm-hmm. Long snappers can play 20 years. In, and in, in, and in we didn't have any snap issues this year on punts or field goals, really. So that should be fine. I think this is a huge one depending on, I guess, market value and what the Giants are ready to give them and Julian Love. Yeah, I love, look, I love Julian. He's a great dude. I want him back. But yeah, again, you're down to dollar and cents. Yeah, because if Sip Mariahadir is willing to pay him as a top three safety in the league, I don't think the Giants are probably going to do that. I would, If I was him, I would leave. You know what I mean? Like, yes, yes. If you can get yes. generational money, you right. can get generational money. Like Landon did. Landon got 15 a year, if yeah, I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he got a lot of money from Washington. Then he came games. right back home to New York, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else you got? Fabian Moreau. I think he did a really nice job as a depth outside corner. Why yeah. not? I think he's like a three corner. I don't think you should. He was a number one corner for us this year. If <laughs> like eight Especially weeks. Especially when the Dory went yeah. down. Um, I, I I like him too. You need depth. You yeah. need defensive backs. You need a whole bunch. And again, of them. that's cost too. We'll yeah. see what the price because, is. Because at that. the end of the day, and this is where you see the Giants' lack of depth. People will get hurt. People will get hurt. I don't know mm-hmm. what the number is on starters getting hurt every year, but I know it's not zero percent. You know, I think it's maybe thirty percent. I don't know the number. But people will get hurt. You will, on every single team, see key value players on injured reserve. If not for half the year, the whole year. And you need depth. Fabian Moreau provides depth. Ah, man. Sterling Shepard. Hey, look. Joe Shane and Brian (sighs) Dable raved about him. I think he wants to be back. His family's here. He lives here. He's rehabbing an injury. He trusts the training staff. He already went through an Achilles with these guys. He has to go league minimum, though, right? I think you're in that neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, too. Because Shep, man, I love Shep. He was here with me. I think he's a tremendous guy. He went through a lot. You know, he got the divorce. You know, and I think he he wants stability. You know, I think he wants stability yeah. in his life. Yeah. I think he has security. I, I think he wants Because he got a little bit of money already. Oh, yeah, he already got a nice contract, yeah. for sure. So he mm-hmm. has security. I think he wants stability. And I'm not talking about football. I'm talking about in his life. Yeah. He wants stability. He got uh, his yeah. girls here, his little babies. Um, so I like Sterling, of course. Darius Slayton. You know, that's interesting because I think Darius Slayton is a useful wide receiver, but I think it has to be in the right role. So I think that, again, comes down to dollar and cents. I like Slayton, and I was a fan of his, but for me, the lack of consistency, I don't like it. I don't like him. I like him. I think he's a great dude, but I just don't like the lack of consistency. Inside linebacker Jalen Smith. He's not coming back as your incumbent starter, but if you want him back as a depth guy to compete for a spot behind the starter. He's not here, of course, okay. but what about that kid Beavers? I think he, I think if Beavers is healthy this year, he would have been starting middle linebacker by week three. Okay. 
if not sooner, to be quite but, I mean, because we talked about getting a middle linebacker. Is he, Can he be the guy? I don't know if he's your full-time Mike because I don't think he has the sideline-to-sideline side speed. Is that, he Cincinnati? That wants. Yeah, yeah, he's Cincinnati, Cincinnati kid. Right? Yeah, bigger kid, too. He's like 255, 260. That's uh, Bigger kid. Luke Fickle. That's the uh, the new yep. uh, Badgers head coach mm-hmm. now. Yeah, yeah. Good, good coach. Um, Jaha Ward. I think in his role, I think he did a great job setting the edge in the run game. Yeah, this is the depth that we're talking yep. about mm-hmm. on the defensive line. Jihad Again, Ward. he was playing like 70% of the snaps in a lot of these games. You right. want him around 30%, and that's right. where you figure it out. Right. I, I got you with that. I like him too. Uh, D-Lyman, Nick Williams. You know, I think he was an underrated loss this year. Nobody talked about him. I, say, I don't I remember thought that he, name. Well, he got year. her very early in the year. Okay. And he had a good camp, and I think he was depth behind Leonard and Dexter. And I think his injury, I think, really hurt um, mm. as a backup to those guys when he wasn't there and he was. I thought when he played, he played well, to be honest with you. Okay. He's old, He's over 30, though, too, so I don't know. Oh, he is. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. I got you. But de- you need depth, though. That's what we no, talk 100%. about. You, the Giants, remember, number one for me was Daniel Jones. Number two for me was star receiver. Number three was depth. Depth. Good players at damn near every position on the field. O'Shane Zimenez. I love O'Shane. He's a good dude. Um I think he's he would be in a compete make the roster type of position next year. He's another guy who adds depth behind uh, Aziz and and because he's a outside mm-hmm. linebacker stand up pass rusher mm-hmm. special teams guy, which you need three four of those guys on your team. Yeah, at least. And I'm talking about it could be tight four ends, or five. it could be tight ends, it could be defensive linemen slash pass rushers, but guys that can do the position that they're meant to do, then also be very good on special teams. Yep. You need a whole bunch of guys like that. And Henry Mondo. Uh, he, he's a, I think he's like a restricted. He said restricted. Guy, yeah. So, so we're good. So that kind of went through the unrestricted. I think, you know, there's some guys here like a, a Julian Love where I feel like the Giants, they don't need to do it. But yeah. th- I think that's a huge, if they can figure out how to keep Julian mm-hmm. Love, that'll be huge for hey, the, look, gi- you the love, Giants. Hey, look, you love, see, the problem is that we all know these guys personally and we like them. Yeah. So we want the best for it's, them. We want them so to be back. so much biased here. I know it is. It is what it is. So look, much when you, And this is why people get mad. Schmoke, you never kill people. I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm like friends with these guys. Yeah, <laughs> like, you can't. I'll be honest like you about see their them play. in the cafeteria. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm like, we aren't going to sugarcoat things when guys, you know, don't play well, but we're not going to go out of our way to try to get coaches fired. No, not at all. Get players, you know, cut. They still pay us. <laughs> no, and look, that 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 to me is a conscious thing. You know, we're not going to go on the air, rip these guys, and then be all happy and smile at them in the yeah. locker room. It's not, it's not the right no, thing to do. Definitely not. It's not the right. Th- anyway, we have one more call. We got to get in. I got about yeah. two minutes before Sorry I got to wrap that, up guys. the show. You're okay. Let's go to. Uh, oh, it's Charlie. He wants to talk <laughs> about the Eagles. What's up, buddy? Hey guys, how y'all doing? Hey, look, all those you draft, un, you know, restricted on. Un- Free agents, I'd only take three back. That would be the long snapper, Barkley at the right price, and uh, bring Shep back and uh, let him uh, work at camp. All you, the don't, rest. you don't want Julian Love back? Blow it up. You don't want I'd Julian Love back? I wouldn't want Daniel Jones in a heartbeat. He is not a 35 oh, yeah. to $40 million quarterback. He no don't have to be 35, him. though. He could be 30, 25. You don't think so, Charlie? No, they'll never. No, 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 no. No, no, no. JC, There's remember, no the, franchise, no, the franchise tag is 31. So he's not taking yeah, anything less. He's not taking anything less than that. How do you know that's that? Where that's where it starts. Right. That's where it starts. Because but how do you know that? that? Because that's yep. how agents work. Got you. The, yep. the agent yep. will say, look, yep. you're guaranteed 31 if they franchise you. Why would I sign a long-term deal? I'm with you. I, I thought the number correct. was 31, 32, 33, like around there, right? It's going to be 35 to 40. I'm telling you. I, and I, if Kafka yeah, gets the I head coaching a, job in Texas, he'll go there. 
that's and, where and the other at? problem is that, look, he's an unrestricted free agent. You can franchise him, obviously. But there's a lot of teams with quarterback needs this offseason, which is a problem. Right, exactly. Hey, let me just talk about the Philly game. You got it, that was god-awful. That was pathetic. That was horrible. That was a stain on the whole season. I mean, everybody. I mean, you know, PBF, I mean, Pro Football Focus, the, the lowest grade on offense. You know who had the lowest grade? Was Daniel Jones. No, he Daniel didn't Jones had the lowest grade. He was horrible. Yes, I... 135 yards. Charlie. He got plenty of them in garbage Charlie, time. Wh- why are you yelling at us? We said they got wiped out. We said they got <laughs> blown out. I, why, why are you yelling at us for? <laughs> well, I'm just... We're not arguing with you. Upset. <laughs> I'm just upset with that game. I mean, everybody was horrible. I mean, Gates and Feliciano were like in the 50s, low 50s. Charlie, Charlie, uh, we... Charlie, see, Cartier, this, this is why I'm not up, that upset, though. I mean... We, we we saw it once earlier in the year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, look, I've been doing a lot of spaces. And you know what people were saying on those spaces? We're going to blow out the Eagles. The Eagles are going to panic. They're going to get blow they're going to get Who said panic. That? Well, you know, Charlie, I think all well, Giant fans. It was unbelievable. You should go on these spaces well, I've learned, you won't believe it. Charlie, I've <laughs> learned that Giants fans are a little bit delusional. I've learned that. Hey, Charlie, cuz I was a little delusional too. Charlie, I think you need a higher quality of people in your Twitter <laughs> yeah, spaces. Man. I think is, is, is where we're at here. Oh no, they're homers, man. And these are content created who have a whole bunch of, like, podcasts. They were saying that the Giants were going to blow Philadelphia out? Yeah, they're going to blow Philadelphia out, and Philly's going to panic because it's too much pressure for them, and Hurts is hurt. Okay, well, you know, they made so many excuses. Let me say this. Uh, officially, I don't want anyone calling the show and yelling at us and calling us homers anymore. If that's the case, if that's the case <laughs> all right, please, no more. <laughs> no, they're all on my on Yeah, my apparently, business, yes. But, <laughs> but anyway, I mean, it was... And, and the thing was, they—I mean—they had more running yards than we had total yards. Yeah. And they, and we knew they were going to run, and we couldn't even stop them. I mean, Leo had one of his worst games, and, but he's got a neck injury. That's—I mean, this there's a problem there. But you know, and even Dex, Dex was below sixty for pro football football. And you know, it's and, funny, and, Charlie. Jonathan and I said he didn't have to dominate the matchup, but he had to be noisy. Wasn't he? Wasn't noisy? Yeah. He wasn't. It was. It was. And, and and then the other thing was is uh, you know the Philadelphia coaches uh, don't hold a candle to to Brian and to Kafka and to Wink. Well, who said that? Know? What do you mean? A well, lot well, of those people, people they're that. stupid. Charlie, you need to listen. Look, and, and, and I'm not <laughs> and I'm not mad at you. This is not me yelling at you. I know. I try you, to tell them. You have to. You have to know who to listen to. Right. Stuff. And then you have to understand. I'm, like I got to run, Charlie. Thanks for the call. Yeah. Uh, oh, can I finish? Yeah. With, yeah, with, of course, yeah, yeah. with the point, Charlie's off. Right. You, you got to understand who you're listening to, right? When you're listening to us, a guy that played, Howard Cross, a guy that played, you studied the Giants, been with the Giants forever, Paul Dottino, same thing, Russ, same thing, Ross, same thing. We are slightly biased towards the Giants. We have to be. Well, look where we're That's sitting. just what it is. But you're going to get really good information from us. And we're going to be honest. We're going to be very honest. But you got to remember, there's a little bit biased there. But we're not delusional. Well, it's funny. I actually had a, somebody tweet me yesterday. He goes, you know, Schmuck, you're always so negative. You're way too negative all the That's time. That's what they said you're about Lance, too. He said about that Lance, yeah, Lance Meadow, too. And, and you know what, though? Guys, we're not. He goes, you know, fans are excited after win. Just, you know, let him go. And I'm like. No, people listen to the show because they want honest, honest analysis. Right. Like sometimes we're going to tell you things you don't like to hear, 
And other times we're going to tell you things that you're happy with. You know, last year when everyone was trying to fire Joe Judge and I'm defending him, people hated me. They call me a homer. Now people are like, oh, you're not being positive enough. <laughs> so, look, the way I kind of try to handle the show, guys, for those of you that haven't watched before, when things are really good, they're usually never as good as when you think they're the best. When things are really bad, they're usually not as bad as when you think they're the worst. Yeah. So I was, I'm always going to try to level people out yep. a little bit. You know what I mean? Yep. That, that's kind of how I like to go and, about and with And with that being said, the Giants... Yeah, they won a division game. I don't think the Giants was as good as people think they were. And that loss, is they're not as bad as they think they were right now. Yeah, but I think they're a lot they're better than we middle. thought they were before the year started. Yes, though. yes, yeah. I agree with that. But I'm talking about winning the playoff game. You think, oh my gosh, they can compete for the Super Bowl. They're not there yet. Yes. Right? But they're not as bad, I feel like, as getting blown out by the Eagles on a consistent basis. I don't I think they're that, that bad. Too. I agree with I that, too. I think they just got punched in the mouth right. by a superior opponent, but they're also not a and they couldn't catch up. But they're also not a team that won on the road against what was a normal 13-win team in the Vikings. Right. They you know what get I mean? Better. Because the Vikings, to me, aren't a real 13-win team. Yeah, they're not that you. talented. I get you. So they're good, but the Giants are right in that. Look, we talked about it. We have like the six or seven or eight elite teams, and the Giants are in that next group they're with everybody else. Group. As long and as like and Daniel Jones the same way. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of elite 100%. quarterbacks. He's not elite yet. He's in that second yep. tier of quarterback. But I throw him in there with Dak Prescott. I'll take him over Dak Prescott. Was seeing what I saw the other day from Dak. The way the way Dak played this year, the, 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 they're a lot closer than they were before the season. Yes, sir. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. My man, JC. I'm Schmelk. I'm not going to see you again until next Friday because I'm off to Mobile, Alabama, though I will talk to you on the phone from there next week. JC will be here. He'll be here a couple days next week, Tuesday and Thursday. Mm -hmm. Lance and Paul carry you most of the week. Russ will be back next week as well. So will Howard. I'll be with him on Friday. Thanks for being with us on Big Blue Kickoff Live, presented by Pepsi Zero Sugar. New and improved? Zero never tasted so good. We'll see you next time. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.